Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another episode of Streamer Genics. This is going to be an all audio version of the show that I've never done this before, and I wanted to give it a shot to see what kind of feedback and things I would get from everybody that listens or watches the show uh, on YouTube. Uh, we are also introducing a phone number to the show, uh, 678-632-4058. Uh, it has a voicemail and everything. So what I'm gonna, what I'm hoping is that uh, people will call the number and they leave questions, they leave feedback, they leave things like that. That way, yeah, I can play them online. I can play them on the uh, on the show. I can play them uh, when I record a video. It it just offers another level of uh, interaction for you guys and for me. Uh, and instead of doing a live show at this point. I would love to have uh, questions regarding uh, the, the topics that we talk about uh, for the show. That way we can really get some movement on ideas and, and things like that. But mainly uh, today, what I really wanted to talk about was burning out. Like, why do streamers and content creators get burnt out? You know, how does that happen? What, at what point do these folks, including myself, you know, take a step back and go, wait a minute, you know, I need to, you know, focus on some mental health issues. I need to take care of some personal business. I got, you know, either a vacation coming up or some kind of family situation. There, there is a host of reasons why a streamer can burn out. I mean, we can go through them and we're gonna, um, for those that haven't streamed yet and are thinking about it, these are things that you definitely want to consider. Uh, before you start your streaming career, whether it be content creation on TikTok, YouTube, things like that. I'm not like a huge experienced individual when it comes to creating content on every platform out there, but I know firsthand what it's like to come up across some of these challenges. So I'm going to go through a list of these and we're going to touch on them, dive into them a little more and bring some light to it. I mean, the main thing really is Long hours and intense schedule can be a thing. You know, streaming requires a, a very consistent, uh, you know, and, and, and a long hour uh, schedule sometimes. And if you're trying to build an audience and, you know, you maintain a steady viewer base, you know, well, you, that pressure can be on you to be always there. And you're catering to different time zones, viewer preferences, all different kinds of things that you need to really consider. Uh, when it comes to making your schedule and plus, you know, I mean, what kind of game that are you going to be playing? So, because whatever game that you're going to be primarily building your audiences on, that's going to be things when it comes to your stream. For me, it was PUBG, as you guys know. So a lot of my stream was PUBG themed, you know, cause that's my audience. That's who you guys were in the very beginning of my streaming career. It's the only game that I streamed. It's the only game that, you know, that I wanted to watch and have people come in and hang out on. And it was great, you know, for when it was good. There was like that process of transition to other games and things like that. And you tend to lose people that, you know, it's, it's not always the case where a viewer is there just for you. They're also there for you and that game, you know? So, I mean, if you switch games and it's a game that they really don't like, they might still pop back in, say what's up, check in on you and things like that, which is great but they might not stick around like they used to because that game is just not their preference. 
And that's just, you know, the nature of the beast. It's not anybody's fault. No one's mad at you, blah, blah. Someone might be mad at you, actually, <laughs> that you switch games. You know, that's, it's just the reality of it. So you have to understand long hours, intense schedule, things like that. I mean, you could, you've heard in my podcast before, and people who do stream that listen to this podcast, who have girlfriends, boyfriends, family members that live with them, wives, kids, when you're streaming, I'd say nine times out of 10, that's not your personal primary source of income. If you're making money doing it, that's not your primary job. So you're doing this on your time. So if you have all these things in your personal life that you need to take care of responsibility first, always, especially your loved ones, your wife or girlfriend, you got to give them attention. You have to make yourself available for them. You know, that's part of a relationship. So you have to factor that in when you think about your schedule. Is your wife going to bed before you? Are you leaving her in there while you're out doing your thing? Is she okay with that? And if she is, then, you know, and she supports you, then amazing. If not, then you should probably find a better time to do it that you both agree on that way. You know, there's no friction in the relationship there. You know, you want to be available for your family, your kids. Just you want to do it in a, in a time area in your day that, is just suitable for you and everybody else that way, you know, it's, it's more of a, it's an outlet for you also at the same time. If you, if you can treat it that way, if you can get it to where it's an outlet for you and you're not causing any friction in your personal relationships, then I'd say you're winning. The other thing I mean, in, including in this, I mean, you're pressured to perform sometimes. You might not be pressured from the individuals that you're streaming to, but you might feel that you're, pressure to perform because if if you're if you're really trying to make your mark in the streaming world you want to be different you want to be bigger brighter better you know than everybody else three b's you want to call it that you want to stand out make a mark make an impression find that one video that gets you all those views that puts you out there more depending on what platform you're on the algorithm could be coming for you. So, you know, you can often feel that need to always be entertaining and engaging all the time. The pressure, you know, could be, you know, from viewers. I mean, they want they might ask you to do certain things and you gotta, you know, make those choices. It can be emotionally draining. You know, it can it can be sometimes. So, you know, while you're making your schedule, like we were talking about before, you need to factor in like time off is very important. Even though you need to be on all the time, sometimes in the very beginning, you know, that time off is very important. You need to really think about that because, you know, when we first go into this kind of business, we're like, ah, we're going to hit the ground running. It's not that hard. You're just, you know, we're just going to sit in front of our computers and just game, you know, but it's not really that. I mean, if you look at any kind of, you know, successful streamer to any, you know, pedigree, whether it be, ninja or, or or someone medium you know you're gonna you're gonna watch them you're gonna you should see them like really not just streaming but performing at the same time their stream is more or less a show and you know it's 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 exciting it gets people chatting it gets it gets that engagement that they're looking for and it, and, and it's great you know but but at the same time you can feel that pressure because you might have like this amazing stream, like, oh my God, I need to figure out what I did 
and do it again. Sometimes what you did last time might not work the next time. Streaming to me is very fluid. It's, ve- it's almost like its own living thing because how it happened yesterday might not be how it happens the next day, even if you're using the same formula. That's why you have to always be, you know, that dynamic with it. You know, you have to roll with the punches. You might have a bad day. You might have a good day. You might have a few really great days and that momentum is there. And then the next thing you know, you're hitting a wall. It can happen to anybody. It's happened to me. It's happened to many people that I know. You'll take, like right now, I haven't done any kind of social media really in almost a month for my own reason. And I'll get into that at the very end of the show. But those first two things are long hours, intense schedule, performance pressure can be really there. It can really be real. And then, you know, on the other side of the coin, there's monetization pressure. For me, streaming was a way for me to get offshore. Like I worked offshore for 10 years and I loved it when I was younger and it was a really great experience. And, but I was missing out on a lot of important things in my life that I felt like, you know, meeting someone to fall in love with, you know, a family. And I felt like me being away a lot, I, I, you know, I'm wasting all my years just trying to make money for what, you know? So I wasn't very smart. You know, I was young and dumb and, you know, this full of cash. So, you know, I went and partied all, all my, uh, you know, life away in any city I could think. I was a typical mariner, I guess, if you could think about it that way, like a old crazy sailor just going around, just, you know, partying up, just having a life experience, which is great. You know, it was a fun time and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, when, you know, as I got older, I was like, wow, you know, um, I haven't done anything, you know, really with my life. So I would love to really spend more time on land and have more experiences with people because, you know, being out the sea for three quarters of the year, every year, you know, you're stuck with the people that you work with. You live with the people that you work with and you don't always have access to a phone. So it's like, you go from like being like a normal person every day. And then next thing you know, you're on a ship in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico or wherever it might have you. And you just, you just, you're just disconnected from that kind of, you know, reality, which is everyday life, you know? So for me, I needed to get back to, I need to get my land legs back, I guess is what I wanted to do. But unfortunately in that process, I had, accumulated a, 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 a certain amount of debt. You know, I was, I was like, ah, I'll pay it off later. I'm making almost a hundred grand a year. I don't care. You know, this isn't a big deal. Let me buy this $40,000 car. Let me do this, this and that. And then, you know, the oil market fell out and my salary got chopped in half and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? And there was no end in sight for the next few years. So I was like, well, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to make this kind of money here and I can do it on land, I might as well just go home. So, and that's, you know, what I really thought about doing. And before I did though, I ran across a streamer and then everybody knows this. I ran across a streamer that was really entertaining and hilarious and really got me interested in, you know, streaming games and things like that was bearded Leo. You know, I saw this guy, he had a show. It was very entertaining. It was very engaging. It still is to this day. And it it was like, man, I mean, I, I, I feel like I might have the chops to do this. So I, when I was home during my downtime from the ships and the boats and things like that, I invested my money and I got the equipment. I just started learning from him and various other streamers um, 
the way to do things. And it became a thing. So I was like, wow, I'm, I'm actually starting to make money from this. And I'm supplementing my income to where I can be at home and do something I really enjoy. And didn't give a shit about what kind of job I had on the side, just as long as it was enough to pay my bills. So, and that's what I did. I, I resigned from working offshore and started being a streamer as much as I possibly could. But that monetization pressure, like I was talking about, is always there. It was always there. So I felt like if I didn't stream on the schedule that I kept, I wasn't engaging enough. I didn't have enough contests going on or whatever it is. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So I always felt that pressure. So for me, streaming became something I needed to do instead of something I wanted to do. It became work, you know, as we've talked about in this stream before. It has that potential to do that if you put enough pressure on it. If you rely on it that much to supplement your life, whether it be your entertainment, your income, your happiness, you know, it's, if you're not getting out of it what, you, what you're expecting, there's going to be that pressure there. So I always had that monetization pressure, like I said, to perform well and to make a decent amount of money on it every month. And it did well. It really did. I did well on it and all that stuff. But this, this it became a thing that will ran. I just, oh, I got to stream. Oh, I got to stream. Oh, I got to do this. I got, you know, it just, that's not, that's not the feeling you want to have as a streamer. You don't want to have to say, you don't want to get to a point where you say, I got to do it. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, you get to do that. That's the mentality that I should have now. And many others should always keep in mind. Don't think that you have to do it because you don't. You get to do it. It's a choice at the end of the day to stream, to do these types of things I'm talking about. So if you make a schedule that's good for you and your family, if you Keep yourself at a level of performance to where you're not overextending yourself and not beating the shit out of yourself over a bad stream or, or what have you. That pressure, you know, is always going to be there no matter what you do. It's always going to be there. It's just how you measure it for yourself. Try not to hold the weight of the world on your shoulders when you're streaming. And that monetization pressure, like I said, if you're someone like me who got into it to stay home or whatever it is that you did, that's just going to be, that's just not the right way to do it if you ask me. If you're, if you're supplementing your income to stay home through streaming and things like that, I mean, you're, it is not hard to lose sight of why you started really in the beginning. Because the, really re, the real reason why you started doing this in the beginning or why you might start doing this in the beginning is because you like to do it. Not because you have to. That all, all this other stuff comes later. So, I mean, there's a lack of... There can be a lack of separation um, between, you know, your work and your personal life. So you might run into a problem like we're talking about earlier, you know, with the streaming schedule. For me, I'm not a huge social butterfly like I used to be. For me, I always wanted to be in the crowd. The more people, the better who was at the party I'm going. But then it turned into I'm going to be at home every night, streaming every night, all the time, <laughs> every night longer on the weekends, you name it. So you lose out also. If, you, if you're throwing everything into this, you're losing out on personal experiences that you could be having. I met someone that made me open my eyes to how beautiful the sun is. No matter 
how many times I saw the sunset while working on a ship. I got to see it with this person that really opened my eyes to it. How, cause, cause they appreciated it way more than I ever did. And it really made me think about it. Just something like that. You know, I mean, just going out, enjoying things that life really do have to offer to you, you know, like a local coffee shop or, or just some historic part of town, you know, just doing something, going to a park, whatever it is that gets you out of the house, gets you connected with a little bit more nature, things like that. Something that just regrounds you. Because we have to be reminded sometimes that, you know, there, there is more to life than streaming, video games, making money, things like that. Because I know I say things like that a lot, and I apologize. I'm trying to fix that. But I guess the point is there's that separation there between personal life and work because you're going to treat this like a job. Eventually, it happens to all of us. You're going to end up treating this like work, like I'm talking about, and you just got to find that balance. And, and, and also creative demand. Uh, creative demand can be huge. I mean, like think of someone like uh, a, a tattoo artist, for example. Tattoo artists are always under creative demand. Or if you're a marketing director or whatever it is, if you're in whatever media you're in, you're always under creative demand. If you're selling something, if you're selling yourself, an image, whatever it is, you're constantly having to come up with fresh ideas uh, to engage your audience. <laughs> you're always innovating, you know? It can, it, can, it can lead to creative burnout. You know, what am I going to do next stream? Did this work for this long, but it's not really working anymore? How can I spice that up? What kind of promotion can I run? What kind of contest or raffle? Can I, can I do? And, and what prize should I do? How big of a prize? How small of a prize? What will people be okay with? You know, and it's, there can be some pressure with that. For me, there was zero buster months where I spent every dollar I had on, you know, a raffle I did, or I lost out completely in the negative, which is fine. You know, <laughs> it was okay. It went really well. But th these are things that you also have to consider while being a streamer or thinking about being a streamer. You know, you, you can take things from other streamers. Try not to, you know, copy everybody completely of uh, what they do because what they do might not work out for you. You're, every audience is different. Every community is very different. I feel like every community has its own identity and theme and things like that. So what works for you might not work for somebody else and vice versa. So you could take what ideas you can from other streamers and make it your own trademark hell whatever and run the run the contests that you feel are best for you and your viewers and your contestants if they're subscribers if they're hour goals star goals or bit goals or kick goals or whatever it is that you have you need to tailor these things to your stream that way you know people you know, can win anything, you know, they can win whatever you've given away an Xbox or giving away a place, make it a little bit more personable for them. Yeah. They won something really cool, but you know, send a few stickers in there. If you have a merch line or something like that, throw in a something from you that way they can like be reminded yet again, this is why, this is why they won this. They won this because they're involved with a streamer. Bam. Here's my, here's their sticker. Here's their, Either, either it's a card or just a random piece of merch. You know, it just shows 
And it's something that, they, that hopefully, you know, it's something that they didn't expect to get with their prize. You know, it's just another thing you could do. So you're always under creative demand, always trying to come up with new ways to do things, always under that type of pressure as well. And if you're like easily triggered, if you have a temper, if you get offended really easily, or if you've just been dealing with it for so long, online harassment can be a thing. Or if you have another community that is giving you issues because maybe this person isn't okay with that person or, you know, streaming wars kind of thing, which unfortunately I've had encountered in my past can be, can be very detrimental to your brand. It can be very disheartening to streaming because anytime you hit that go live button, that door opens and any, anybody can come up in there and start talking shit. You know, and you have to be thick-skinned enough to be able to deal with it, keep your cool, and, you know, deal with the trolls. We've talked about trolls before in our streams. You know, people are going to come. Not everybody is, you know, sorry to say it, but not 100% of the people on Earth are good people. You know, so every once in a while, you're going to get somebody in there that's just there to cause a bad time. And you have to deal with it with a certain mentality. Now, if you have mods that back you up, you ain't even got to do shit. But if you don't, if you're new and you're starting out and you don't have any mods, this is, this is your job for now until you do. So you have to deal with it the, way, the best way you feel like you can without losing your shit, letting them get to you, blah, 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 so on and so forth. It's like anything else. You're out on everyday life and someone cussed you out or flipped you to burr or whatever. You say your little spiel and then you just move on. You let it get out of control, then, you know, you're going to have a whole different situation. It's going to ruin your stream. It's going to ruin your day. Your fucking attitude is going to be whatever it is after that. So if you can brush that kind of stuff off, move along, all well and good. And it's content on top of that. So, you know, you can, you know, Leo said in our first podcast, he said, turn that streamer upside down on his head, man. I mean, Sometimes trolls are a good thing to have because it will, it will also show you how good your community is. If you have a very decent community and a troll comes in there nine times out of 10, you won't know it until it's, until it's already over because they'll jump on that guy or whoever it is way before you can. So the other huge thing that has really, I think this is probably my biggest reason sometimes for taking a step back from streaming is technical problems. <laughs> I mean, anybody who, who has ever streamed before knows that a couple years into your streaming career, if you're doing it at a, on, a, on a basis of, or on a level of time that I have and others have, you will be, you will be, so computer savvy by the end of it when it comes to these programs because you will have run into so many issues that you never thought you would because a lot of people think it's easy before they get into this game. Oh, I just got to have a camera, a capture card. I mean, we've talked about this. Everybody who's watched the podcast, has thought, has, we've talked about it. They know. It is not that easy. You are going to have to learn programs. You're going to have to learn audio. You will 
be investing money into things that you never thought you would ever own. And there are easier, cheaper ways to do things. You know, not sometimes less is more. What works for you again might be better for you. What works for you might not work for the next person. It all depends on what you're trying to put out there. But the technical issues I have ran into, <laughs> I swear, are some of the ones I've that, that have never been... I've ran into new ones, all new ones. I feel like there's been a lot that I've ran into that I've been able to have help with uh, through other streamers, YouTube, uh, Reddit, saved my ass so many damn times. I couldn't tell you, but there's also a lot of problems that you'll run into that. You just have to figure out yourself. You got to be a problem solver. And if you're easily pissed off after, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There has been so many times where I'm like, this is why I don't stream anymore. Shit like this. If I, if, if you could have been a fly in a wall and see me before some streams, I do and have said that a lot. Because I have run into things, certain gremlins in certain areas that are just not reproducible online to anybody else. So you have to be able to Take a deep breath, get around it, find a solution somehow. Whatever it is. And and I have. It just takes time. And for, for me, though, I feel like, and, and, uh, and again, a lot of streamers know this, that some of these problems don't arise until after you go live. So now you have this whole other problem. So you're not, there, you know, there's always that pre-flight checklist that you do. Make sure this is working, your lighting's good, your camera's working, everything's great. Your sound is awesome. Your your sound bites are working. Your graphics are there. So on and so forth. You hit that go live button. Bam. That's not working. This ain't working. That's not working. This ain't working. What do you do? You can shut the stream down. And nine times out of ten, if you shut your stream down, that would have been the greatest stream you ever had. Because it's always that way, right? Man, I was having such a great stream. And then this started happening. That started happening. This started happening. Sometimes you just, I mean, depend, depending on your comfort level, if it doesn't bother you enough, depending on what it is, I would say just keep going. And then the next time you stream, just try to get it fixed. But technical challenges, internet problems, software glitches, it, it's just, it could be so frustrating. Especially if you're like me and you are like so particular and like OCD with these, with these things that you spend so much time fine-tuning it, and then it just blows up in your face. It's just like, yeah, all right. That's, uh, this is all I got. This is all I can do. I'm done. <laughs> you know, it's just sometimes you just need to take a break from it if, that, if it gets that bad. Another thing is uh, streaming can be physically unhealthy, depending on how you're doing it. There's streamers out there that stand up and stream. You know, uh, they're more active. They're more ergonomic, if you will. But, you know, sit, anybody who sits in front of a computer for, or a gaming system for a long period of time, you're sitting, you're, you're nine times out of ten, you're not eating healthy. You're probably smoking if you, if you smoke or if you vape or whatever it is that you do. It's just not good to be sitting there for that long, especially if you have, like, an office sitting job, whether it be at home or at an office somewhere. You're going, you're sitting from there. You're coming here, you're sitting. You're just... It's just not the greatest thing for the human body, I guess. So, I mean, 
unless you're doing other things to combat it. If you're eating right, if you're rec- if you're exercising in between, if you have a certain regiment that just keeps you, you know, healthy, then that's great. I mean, but for me, I know personally that uh, I drank too much. Um, I smoked my ass off and I just sat a lot, gained weight, all this stuff. I mean, you can forget yourself if you're not careful is what I'm telling you. So there's that, that health neglect. There's those technical challenges, the trolls, creative demands, you know, that personal life I was talking about as well. So, and it's also a lack of job security sometimes. If you think about it, if you treat it like a job, number one, that's going to be tough for you anyway, like I, like I explained before. But we, we've, all, we've all run into this uh, for people that are currently streaming is you can do all these things right. You can do everything I've talked about the right way. It's working for you. It's great. And then a platform like Facebook bends you over the table and gives you one up the rear with no freaking lube you know they're just like there it is you're done or someone hacked your page somehow or some way or the algorithm is just treating you like shit you've been shadow banned some for some freaking reason or your live notifications no longer work or all your supporters don't show up for a giveaway in a list so you don't know who the fuck it is that you're trying to give your giveaway to so there's so many things that could be working against you not just yourself the platform that you're streaming on, whether it be Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, so on and so forth, kick. I started on Facebook. Everybody knows that that knows me, knows that I really went hard on Facebook like crazy uh, before COVID and during COVID. And it was great. It was rewarding. It was awesome. All of us really thought it was going to be a thing. And it turned out to be nothing. So, I mean, that can be very discouraging for someone who went from zero to 5,000 followers in less than two years. So it was like, whoa, you know, I'm making moves here. I'm producing great content. I'm getting great followage. I got, you know, a a good average viewer base. We're having good giveaways. The income is there. The engagement is there. And then it all just goes away overnight because Facebook decide to restructure their financial, you know, infrastructure, whatever. Still there. It's just now what it was. So, I mean, everybody knows how the, everybody knows how the story goes, you know, whether you have been on Facebook, Twitch, whatever, you know, there's always going to be uh, terms of service that's going to come out that you might not agree with that. You may, you might start thinking of uh, another place to go, which is really difficult because a lot of people, a lot of people not they're not always willing to make that move with you. I mean, when I moved from Facebook to Kick, not everybody came over there that I used to have on my stream all the time, and that's okay. I don't fault anybody for that. You know, a lot of people don't like to have a lot of apps on their phone. They don't like to have a lot of accounts for this, this, and that, and this, and everything else. So, I mean, I don't hold nobody you know, in disregard for that. I get it. But the people that did come over and hung out with me when I was streaming hard on kick, when that first came out, it was great. You know, it just felt more free, things like that. So, I mean, you're going to run into these 
security issues, I call them, you know, a platform security issue. Not not like your password being stolen or things like that. Just to the feeling of, wow, this is my home. I hope it never changes, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to run into these things. Terms of service agreements, restrictions. Maybe you got copywritten even though you didn't do shit. It, it can, there's always going to be something working against you. And you got to be, you know, ever-changing. You have to be a shapeshifter when it comes to dealing with this stuff. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to go through all these things to be a successful streamer? Is this something you can handle? Is it something that made you stop streaming? If it is, leave a comment. If, you know, call call the show, 678-632-4058 and leave your experience on there. I don't know how long the voicemail box is, but you can give a brief a briefing on what your experience was or what your question might be to me or other streamers that I know that you want to ask a question about it. You know, it might be something else, something ex- something external that made you stop streaming. For me, uh, personally, I just lost my steam when I went to Germany. Before I went to Germany, I was doing so well on Facebook. I've talked about this before. I was going for partner. I was getting all the, you know, notifications for it, which, you know, other streamers have in the past too. And we were hitting goals. You know, we were really doing it. And when I went to Germany, I, everything went to hell on the Facebook side. I came back and it was like a barren wasteland. <laughs> Facebook had gutted its Facebook gaming side and I had to make a decision. Do I go to Twitch or do I go to kick? So I went to kick. I don't know that. Having the rug pulled out from underneath you like that, it, it's it's not the greatest thing either, but it also let me, at the same time, take a step back and go, wow, you know, now that I'm not streaming as much as I used to, I'm really starting to enjoy my evenings a little bit more. I, I've missed that magic that comes with gaming without being watched while you're gaming, you know, because folks that stream are, are being watched all the time. You know, you have to. You, you you go through all these things like I'm talking about, that creative demand, that technical challenge, the trolls, health neglect, unpredictable income, things like that, the job security. When you're just sitting there just a game and you really get into a game, you're like, man, this is great. It's, a, it's an actual escape. So that's, that's kind of like what I've recaptured a little bit. I'm not done streaming. Will I stream ever again? Yeah just not doing it right now because I'm really concentrating on myself. I want to be a happier person, a healthier person. I want to really enjoy the games that I play. Not to, not to say I didn't enjoy the games I played when I was streaming with you guys. That's not the case. I was enjoying them, but it's kind of like if I had to, it, this might be a weird comparison, but I feel like folks who you might even have heard actors say this before, like, They'll be on a talk show or or being interviewed by somebody for either a podcast or something. And they'll say, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie that I was in. And you think to yourself, how could they not watch their own movie? Maybe they don't do it because they already know what goes into making one. That magic, that movie magic that you experience when you're going to watch a movie at a theater or if you're watching a new TV show, you're into it. Your imagination's getting you know, sucked into it and so on and so forth, but they know the every working part behind all of that. 
So that magic might not be there for him like it is for you. So they might have forgotten that. Not to say that they don't enjoy a movie, you know, but they, they'll probably sit there and watch a movie. Like, all right, there's a sound guy back behind that. There's, this was probably an outtake of that. And they're just always, that stuff is always triggering in the mind. So it might make it hard for them to enjoy it than it is for you. I think the same thing for me about video games. Sometimes. So when I'm not streaming, I'm actually playing a video game for enjoyment. It's just different. This show, uh, again, was just to touch on those basics of why or how or when a streamer can burn out. If you want to leave your personal experiences in the comments below, I'd really appreciate it. If you want to, again, leave a comment or a question on the show, that's 678-632-4058, 678-632-4058, and uh, leave a voicemail on there. It might ring. If it does, that's just what it is. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably not going to be able to pick it up but I'd really appreciate it. Uh, I want to start doing more uh, audio-only shows, uh, treat it a little bit like a radio show sometimes. Uh, we will have live guests again. Uh, again, uh, this is just me trying to get back into uh, my creative uh, side of things. And I've really enjoyed sitting here trying to explain these things and, and talk. And, and I'm also learning as I'm doing these. So it's always, it's always good. I appreciate everybody coming out to listen to the show. And we'll be back again soon and to see what it's like, what's next for Streamergenics.